Welcome to Playmakers, everyone. I'm your host, Haley Elwood. It is week 12, and the Los Angeles Chargers will head to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. So here to preview this matchup and this relatively unfamiliar opponent is team reporter for the Cardinals, Danny Sarek. Danny, how are you? Happy early I'm Thanksgiving. Doing well. Thank you. How are you doing? Doing well. Here we are, more than halfway through the season, somehow, some way, right? It's just crazy. It goes by faster every year. Absolutely. I like can't believe that it's already like week 12 and we're playing each other. I mean, we still haven't even had our bye week. So like right now, it's just about getting to that bye week for the Cardinals. That is so crazy to me because the Chargers had it in week eight, I believe, which feels almost a little like middle, but almost early middle, if you will. But it, it blows my mind that there are still teams that haven't had it because it feels like we're so far into this season now already. Yeah, especially coming off the game in Mexico City against the 49ers. It's just kind of a crazy week coming off the short week. We landed after 5 a.m. on Tuesday, so then kind of have a short week and then Thanksgiving and then playing the Chargers. So it's just a lot going on. But I think once, yep. you know, get to the bye week, have a little bit of a break, which will be nice. Yep, just get to it. All right, so let's talk about this game, these two teams, as we said, don't meet often in the regular season a whole lot. Used to be relatively your annual preseason uh, teammates, if you will. But what are your overall thoughts on this matchup? I think it has the potential to be a really exciting game. I think a lot of that comes down to which quarterback is going to play for the Cardinals. Obviously, you guys know what Justin Herbert brings to the table. And I think that if Kyler Murray is able to play, it's just such an exciting quarterback matchup between two young, really good quarterbacks who have a lot of potential where the ceiling is really high for them. Um, it just depends on if Kyler Murray's hamstring is going to be healthy enough. But I feel like this has the potential to be an exciting game. It has the potential for the Cardinals to really come out and make that push because because even though they're they're in third place in the NFC West right now, the way that the NFC has still kind of shaken up that if the Cardinals win the game, they're not completely out of the playoff race. So it'll be interesting to see, especially with so many injuries that they're dealing with mainly on offense, the type of energy and passion that they come out with because they still have things that they are playing for. So I do think that has the potential to be a really exciting game. Yeah, I know most of my questions to you are really offensive injury related, but let's start with that quarterback and Kyler Murray. I know Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury spoke with the media today. What's the most recent update that he's given on Kyler's status? Well, they didn't have practice on Wednesday. They will also have a walkthrough on Thursday. So we won't get to be out there as the media until Friday to see how Kyler Murray looks. Um, it does seem like he's trending upwards. That's what we heard from Cliff Kingsbury. That's what we heard from Kyler Murray Wednesday in his press conference is that he's feeling good. Pre-game in Mexico City Monday, Kyler said that was the first time he really went full, full speed to test out his hamstring. So it seems like he's trending in the right direction, although we won't have a better sense of that until they get to their practice, which will just be Friday this week. Kyler Murray missed the last two games with that hamstring and Cole McCoy has done well he's been getting the ball out quickly he's been very decisive however as great as a backup as Colt McCoy is he's not Kyler Murray and so having Kyler Murray out there completely changes this offense completely changes the way the Chargers would have to game plan for this Cardinals offense just his ability not only to make those deep throws accurately similar to Justin Herbert in a sense but Kyler Murray's legs and his ability to extend plays to scramble and create something out of nothing. So we don't have an exact answer yet on his availability. However, it does seem like he's trending upwards to being able to play against the Chargers. Yeah, so I was just in Charger, uh, Chargers head coach Brandon Staley's presser, and he was asked about Kyler and just was asked really, like, where does he pose the biggest threat? And Staley talked a lot about his escapability, his mobility, but also the fact that 
loose quote here, he is so much faster than every single other guy on that field. From your perspective, from watching him, being around him, is that where he poses the biggest threat? Absolutely. Look, every player who's playing in the NFL is great. That's why they are in the position they are in. There are some really great quarterbacks. Kyler Murray is not the only quarterback who has the accurate arm, who has the ability to make those deep throws, who has that type of power. What he does have that makes him stand out from so many of them is his legs, is his athleticness, his athletic ability, I should say, to just kind of run around and and we saw that that play in Vegas and to send the team to overtime and to win the game and how long he was running around with the ball waiting for something to open up and just decided to take it himself and and that forces defenses to have a spy on him and that takes away somebody else from the defense that allows another receiver to be more open Um, so absolutely his legs are what make him shine and that's part of the reason that Kyler Murray hasn't played these last two games obviously you want your hamstring to be fully healthy and to be able to go. However, at this time of the year, nobody's really fully healthy, right? Mm-hmm. However, it's Kyler Murray's ability to run the ball and they want him, this coaching staff wants him to be able to feel fully comfortable when he is out there on the field. And that was a large part as to why he didn't play those last two games. Maybe he felt like he was able to play. However, they want to make sure he's fully comfortable so that if he finds himself in those situation, he is confident to escape the pocket. It sounds so familiar to what we have heard with Keenan Allen here in L.A. over the last few weeks was just the fact that, you know, same thing, hamstring injury. He comes back. He has that game. He then re-injures it over the bye, has a bit of a setback, and it was very much that same process of like, hey, it feels good some days, but then uh, is it 100%? Are we fully, fully comfortable? So I can't imagine at this point, this late in the year, at least you guys are in a dome. I mean, at least it's not a cold weather game. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what's nice. Although I will say, weather is pretty nice here year round, but right, having that dumb, it definitely helps. Yeah. All right. So let's get to another guy, Marquise Hollywood Brown. He is currently in the window to return from injured reserve. He was not activated for Monday's game. What are his chances, do you think, of coming back for this one? I also think that his chances are trending upwards of being able to return. Hollywood missed five games with a foot injury. He went down at the end of the game in Seattle, and so he came off, or he was designated to return off IR last week. However, he didn't play Monday night against the 49ers, but it's kind of the same thing we heard from Cliff Kingsbury Wednesday, which was that he's trending in the right direction. Now, if Hollywood does play, he'll be likely on a pitch count, just because mm-hmm. it will be his first game back. Um, but even being on any sort of pitch count is still such a boost for this offense. This is Kyler Murray's best friend. They were college teammates at the University of Oklahoma, and they have a chemistry that doesn't just come from being teammates. They just have that friendship, and so it's very natural for them, and we've heard that they don't even really have to talk a lot on the field. They just have that that chemistry. They can look at each other and understand what they are wanting to get out of every single play, Um, and it was proven that when Hollywood was playing that Kyler trusted him with the amount of targets he was getting every game, Um, so it would definitely be a boost for this offense even if it is in a limited fashion it would also be the first time that Hollywood plays a game with DeAndre Hopkins Hop was suspended for those first six games and then when he came back Hollywood got hurt so having the two of them out there completely changes the dynamics of this offense because you're not going to be able to double team Hop the way that you could otherwise um, you're going to have to give attention to Hollywood Brown who has that experience of being the number one receiver when he was in Baltimore before he was traded to the Cardinals this offseason um, and just having the two of them out there the speed in Hollywood Brown Hop's abilities to make those contested throws I, I really do think that if Hollywood is able to go it completely changes this offense 
I was so shocked when I was doing research for this game and had no idea that they had not played together, the two of them. Because, like you mentioned, it was as soon as Hopkins came back, he went out. And it was this, this like, two ships in the night sort of passing each other kind of situation. But I'm sure, I'm, I mean, you mentioned it, just the different elements that both of those guys bring, not to mention the camaraderie they have with the quarterback. But it absolutely would change things. All right, one more offensive guy to ask you about <laughs> before we move on, and that is Zach Ertz, who is dealing with an injury, but how has this offense sort of compensated for his loss at this point? Yeah, it's been tough. Um, To be honest, I'm not sure that they have quite yet. Zach Ertz went down two games ago in the first drive and had a season-ending knee injury. Um, Cliff Kingsbury said he'll likely go on IR this week. Zach Ertz had surgery, and it's a huge blow. Um, When you look at the rest of the tight end room, it's much more – um, of blocking tight ends, and Zach Ertz was really that security blanket, is what Kyler Murray has even called him, that Zach Ertz was Kyler's first true tight end security blanket that he had had in his career, and it was Ertz who made him realize just the importance of having that reliable tight end. Um, and they have great chemistry, and they connect so well. So losing Zach Ertz really hurts this offense, especially because it's banged up pretty much everywhere else. Four of the five starting offensive linemen have missed the last two weeks because of injury, which has obviously affected the run game. Um, Wide receiver Rondale Moore likely won't play this game because of her groin injury. Wide receiver Greg Dortch, who filled in for more Monday night, um, ended up having an MRI on his thumb, and so he's day today. So there's just so many other spots in the offense that are also dealing with injuries, that losing Zach Ertz, who by himself, you were missing him with with a healthy offense, would still have an impact. The impact is just that much greater because there's so much adversity on this offense already. All right, flipping to the defense, this is a team that has a lot of playmakers. You think of J.J. Watt, you think of Buda Baker, Isaiah Simmons. But overall, what do they need to do defensively to sort of turn things around, especially after that performance in Mexico City? Yeah, it's been interesting. At the start of the season, it was on paper the offense that looked like it was going to be so explosive in the defense, which has been relying on a lot of depth, a lot of um, younger players to really kind of step up early on in their career. And it's been the defense that has been holding the Cardinals week after week in these games. Um, Now, there's definitely areas to improve. The Cardinals are giving up, um, I believe, second most points per game, most yards after catch. So there's definitely areas to improve on. But they've been spending a lot of time on the field. Um, Something that has been missing from this defense is a pass rush. Um, they, they have a few veterans out there, but they're also relying on some rookies and Cam Thomas and MyJ Sanders. And so that's an area that the Cardinals haven't been um, very strong in. J.J. Watt has, has uh, gone to the quarterback a couple of times. So is Zach Allen. They're creating pressure, um, but I don't think it's as consistent or necessarily as disruptive as they would like it to be. Um, and especially when you're going up against a quarterback like Justin Herbert, who can pretty much make every throw from every angle, you got to do whatever you can to disrupt him and make him uncomfortable and force him to get the ball out quickly um, against the Cardinals defense that has done fairly well at forcing turnovers um, throughout the season. So that's going to be a key for them is how can you get pressure on Justin Herbert? How can you force him to get rid of that ball quickly so that you can force a turnover and get your offense back on the field? So if the Cardinals want to challenge the Chargers, either on the offensive side or defensive side, I will let you choose. Where do you think they should attack? I think you got to go with wide receivers. I think you have to go with Hopkins. He is the most reliable wide receiver on this team. He's one of the top receivers in the league and for good reason. Whether it's Kyler Murray or it's backup quarterback Colt McCoy, they've both proven that they trust 
Hopkins, and I mean, how could you not? But he has continued to be the top targeted wide receiver. Um, he has continued to get the most receptions in the five games he has played in that time span throughout the entire league. Um, so there's a reason that they keep feeding the ball to him, and that's because he keeps catching the ball and he keeps getting those extra yards, and he's finding a way to create. And even if he's not necessarily finding the end zone, it's those big plays, those first downs, the penalties he's drawing. Um, and it's, it's hard for even the best of the best to go up against Hopkins and defend him. So I think that he's really going to have to step up. I think that's where you go to to take advantage of this Chargers defense. And that makes it all the more challenging if Hollywood Brown is able to come back and that either allows Hop to go off or you have an extra weapon in Brown himself. But I think that when you're looking for the Cardinals on what can you do to really try and make the most of what you have, it's got to be DeAndre Hopkins. All right, final question. What do you think is a factor in how this game will play out? I think that this is a very this has the potential to be a very tough game mentally for the Cardinals. And it doesn't necessarily have to do with their opponent being the Chargers. I think it's just themselves. They find themselves in a tricky situation right now, four and seven, having won just one divisional game. You're a couple games back now from the Seahawks and the 49ers in the NFC West. However, you are still in it in the NFC as a whole. But the time is now. There's no more time for mistakes. You have to start winning, and then you have the bye week, and then you have to go on a roll, and you pretty much have to win out in order to keep yourself in that playoff race. Um, so the fact that their backs are against the wall, they're dealing with a lot of injuries, they don't have a confirmed starting quarterback, there's a lot that might feel is going against this team. But they have all said how confident they are, the coaching staff, how confident they are of those players in the locker room and not just their ability on the field, but mentally to stay in it and to stay tough and to understand that they still have something worth fighting and worth playing for. It's just a matter of going out there and actually doing that and winning at home at State Farm Stadium. I think the same can be said for the Chargers coming off two straight losses. They are 5-5 five and five in a very wide open AFC at this point. Everything's in front of these two teams right now. You just got to go out and do it. Danny, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me and happy birthday.